0: Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom. Oracle Soup with your host... Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies, two saucy sisters, broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. On Facebook, like our oracle soup page and share your wisdom. Soup is hot and it's ready to be served. Welcome all you dear souls who are listening to Oracle Soup. This is Katrina Wynn and I'm resonating over the airwaves with my very dear sister, Gina Thies, in the uh, kitchen
1: with the totally. cauldron.
0: With the cauldron. Totally with the cauldron. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So... (laughs) Whether this is your October or maybe it's your April, this is truly the time of the year when things get cooler and colder and wetter and darker. As we change these seasons and we move deeper into the fall with the leaves falling and the trees being bare, if there's trees in your area, or just the bareness above and beyond. And as we're in this season, of course... um, um, we're getting very, very close to Halloween. And I know that's a busy time for a lot of us readers, you know, with parties and things like that. But uh, there's a very interesting thing that Gina and I have started doing, and it was Gina's idea, doing a featured card with each one of our podcasts. And we have a card we wanted to focus on today, but I think it deserves more than just a feature. What do you think, Gina?
1: Oh, it absolutely does. It is probably one of two of the more uh, notorious uh, or feared cards in the deck and i but but you know you always i find myself always when it comes up in a reading having to really explain it or over explain it or really kind of ca- calm a person down when it shows up um but more more so than um I guess before, most people are kind of like... And maybe it's just my sense, too. It's like, well, you know, okay, I, I, I've got it. Why They're not freaking out. Um, like, people, uh, you know, in, in circles that we've traveled may think... You know, the readers, even new readers may think people are really afraid of this card. But I think the Death card is um something that people have you know accept because it is a natural part of our existence uh, I, I actually think they fear the devil card more which is another really they're mis- misunderstood but once you delve into them and get an understanding of why those things are there uh, they kind of get smaller and not so not, not so much you know fearful
0: you get to shift your perspective on them, you yes. know. You, it's kind of like you go into it and you have one perspective, and then hopefully, working with a reader, or if you are the reader, working with your uh, teacher, your books, or your cards or your guides, it really broadens your perspective on what that truly means. And that's what we hope to do with our Oracle Suit program today: is to really broaden that spectrum.
1: Absolutely. So, what's your top meaning for death when it shows up in a reading?
0: I'm going to save that for the rest of the program, so stay
1: tuned, everybody. I can't wait.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Oracle Soup. Pull up a chair and join Gina and Katrina for a bowl of warm and nourishing conversation. Coming up next...
1: Hello, everyone. All right. We are going to get into this very, you know, we talk about so many interesting things, but we're going to be talking about the death card. And we wanted to find out what Katrina's absolute, one of her, you know, I don't know if it's your favorite meaning, but what typically uh, shows up with the death card for you.
0: I'm going to call it the definitive meaning. Okay. And to me, the definitive meaning is dissolution. It's like something is dissolving, whether it's your mind, whether it's your body, whether it's your heart, whether it's material reality, whether uh, it's uh, your consensus reality view on life. It is dissolving. Mm-hmm. You, it's like a snake shedding its skin. You've outgrown it, um, and it's not going to be the way it was anymore.
1: <laughs> Dissolving, going away, shrinking. <laughs> you Th- know, there can t- be shrinking t- involved. Yeah, typically. <laughs> Um, the, the most traditional meaning that comes up in, in the circle of interpretation is, oh, death is it's the transformation, the card of transformation. It doesn't mean physical death. It means transformation, which physical death is, uh, uh, to some people, uh, it a is a transformation. transformation,
0: right? I'm sorry, sister, but death is a transformation, and transformation is not to be taken lightly, and this is spoken as a tower person.
1: <laughs> well, you know, uh for for me when it shows up in a person's reading I'm say I'm like pay attention. Oftentimes you know what? They are dealing with death. They have someone someone has just transformed uh or left this plane and they are in the midst of dealing with their right. fears about death, the aftermath of death, um, mm-hmm. and and it it's it's something that they they they're in a stage of grieving because it's a process and That's not right. something that you can say oh I'm gonna only do this for six months and it'll be over with so it's it's a process right. and I think death in itself that card represents me to me processing. Uh, taking the time to look at the highs and the lows, um, and, and looking at worst-case scenarios sometimes, and saying I have to actually face that something's going to be different, something is going to go away, something is leaving my life. Uh, it does not have to be doom and gloom, but sometimes it's just like you need to. It's a, it's a, it's a wake-up call to you. Maybe need to let it die, let it go, release um so total
0: uh, surrender yeah, total, total surrender, surrender. and they it's strange to the process too because what happens is that we're so uncomfortable with things like death we just want to get to the end of the story right or we want to get to that transformation and get to the temperance card or whatever but <laughs> the point is, 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 is each stage which is, is not necessarily
1: the better the better thing in my experience it's interesting that death is esoterically known as the child of the great transformers and so when you use that word you know that something cannot remain as it were it just has to transform into something else maybe you know maybe it's from light to dark maybe it's from liquid to solid but regardless that process uh you're entering into the uh gates of death it's another term for it yeah. and i was talking to my uh our dear friend david Shaw. had a really uh, powerful thing that he was reading um we we're talking about psalm 23 you know it says hmm. though i walk through the shadow of the valley of death is that right um and <laughs> You, it was such a powerful thing that he said in terms of walking through death, walking through this area, walking through this time, and it just says that we're. To me, the way that I took that is like you know we're we're constantly in on this plane, uh, in a state of of death. This is where you come to transform. If you look at it that's from right. a metaphysical per- perspective, you come here so that you're transformed. So that's when you pierce that veil of coming here. You're walking. In the Valley of death,
0: <laughs> you know even as we speak, we are transforming our skin cells are dying, and they 're falling to the floor, or perhaps you're, you you brush your hair or you shave or whatever you do that hair is gone, right, and something hopefully is going to be replacing it too, being replenished. And for those of you who are really new to Tarot, we're talking about a Major Arcana card, and it's number 13. And as most of us know, there are 22 cards in the Major Arcana. So it's right in the middle of the story. If you think of the entire Major Arcana as this story of the Fool or the Hero's Journey or whatever, we have to go through death. It's in the center. It's that transformation between the first part of the story... That we think we know what's going on, and the second part of the story when things are truly revealed to us, and a lot of people don't even get through that transformation. A lot of people say, "Uh, uh-uh, I am not going down that dark tunnel. I'm going to go back to the known because and, I'm afraid." And
1: and you know, but then there's there's neither here nor there, or right or wrong, and not wanting to face it. It's just that you can say, "Not right now," on something else. But uh, when I always say, when universe presents you with an opportunity to take the lesson and uh, move through the lesson it's the next time may not be <laughs> it may be a whole different place where you, you know you don't really have a choice or the circumstance is not to your liking at all anyway so uh well, yeah. if, if an opportunity for transformation is presented you can say no thanks or i'm gonna you know zone out on this one or uh, go to a place of of um trying to you know, maybe denial or deny the experience. Yes. So. so those of
0: us who are readers, the question then comes up: How can I best support my client who gets this death card, for instance? Uh, f- because we know there's real death. We lose our grandparents. Maybe we lose our parents or a sibling or a child. Heavens forbid, or a pet. You know, or a job or a lifestyle or a house. You know, there's a lot of things that that. Die and hopefully something else can move into their place that's more life affirming. But when I have a client. One thing I know is death ends up being like an ally. Death can sit on your shoulder and remind you about how precious life is. And maybe if you lose that particular friend, you know how precious that relationship was. And you can truly honor it and hopefully pass that on to who you are as a friend, right? And the things that you learned and you keep that part alive.
1: Right. Well, the way death is symbolized and portrayed and the icons that we have that represent death being the skeleton really is saying this is just a part of who you are inside you know it's your framework it's something to where you start from you cannot be supported without your skeleton skeletal system right so i i also tell my clients that you have to look at the deep parts of yourself Um, know what your framework know what you're operating from and you know things can't remain the same you know things can't remain the same you uh, you can delay them but you know at some point you're going to have to release Um, and then you're going to have to get a Take care of your bones. Take care of your frame. Take care of yourself and restructure. And so um, it's not, and, uh, oh, it, it's oh. not, <laughs> are you having a
0: moment? Are you having I'm a moment? having a moment. So this restructure <laughs> is so closely tied in with the numerology around the death card because the death card is 13. But if you add one plus three, you get four, which is the emperor. So it is implied in the death card is about restructuring and creating that new foundation and those new boundaries and that new building spot on system.
1: Yeah and the other thing i look at is some images depending on what deck you use will show the the skeleton on the horse and the horse is there as kind of the cycle pump right it's the person that's it's the it's the it's the being that's carrying you through carrying that weight and really just escorting you through everything so i love horses so i love that the horse can be you know sort of the support system there so it's like through this thing you really do have support so look for your support or look for a way that something that will carry you through these big times of transformation um oh, any major arcana card arcana card that pops up in a reading i always say okay pay let's pay, pay attention this is the big one <laughs> these are these are big things and so um uh Sometimes there's control with those things and most times there aren't there're situations with with that that the major arcana yes. implies I should say so- I would even say surrendering is a
0: huge lesson which means surrendering control Yeah now Do you ever have, and this is a big ethical question, um, do you ever have clients that have come to you that have either presented themselves as such or actually literally said that they were feeling or even thinking of suicide?
1: Well, um, I have had readings in which that came up a few times where it was from my perspective at saying you know like shaking like hey 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 if you don't pay attention to this this is this is you got to pay attention um and so i have had not where someone specifically came up and said maybe maybe only once where it's like what is going on with this person and i went if you are not Um, paying attention to this situation this is what's happening there's suicide here um i actually had a i tell this story all the time and i'm going to kind of go through it really quickly had a had a client uh came in for a different issue unrelated to um his child but it was about the his his relationship marriage and uh, i could not even speak on the the marriage uh i i kept saying this is about your your (laughs) this is about your son i'm sorry and um, I went into my special place where I go and did a whole reading and said uh, at the end of it, he was not happy because the reading didn't address this thing. But I was just like, and this was early on when I, you know, didn't think I had much control over what was going on and coming out of my mouth. Uh, incidentally, um, so he walked away less than happy with the reading, uh, which really gave him no information about the matter I, that he presented, which was um, his, his relationship. And, um, you know, I got a call from him several months later and he informed me that everything that I saw concerning his son um, was absolutely uh, what had happened and the the son didn't make it um, um, to, to yeah. just kind of skip over that but um that's sad too though that i mean it, it, let's just take a yeah, moment to acknowledge as readers that can be sad for us too uh, yes um i mean i've had other readers have different situation where it's not so, so, as devastating and you know uh, as that but you know pretty close like you have to pay attention to these big changes that may be popping up in your life it it could be very serious someone I've had I've had more than one where it's been like you know you said this and um, it was about suicide and so um, early on not preparing myself to deal with what do you say you know what do you say when oh you said this thing now I don't ever intentionally uh, do death predictions or any anything of the sort Um, it's and it's but I it's not that I have not but it's not like intentionally saying oh this person is it's more like I've had people had to tell some clients you got to get your affairs in order you know it's like trying to do the thing that you want to go to a reading for I want to be prepared and forewarned and might as well be prepared you know so
0: I'd like to share two stories one of them will be really brief um I also worked with somebody, and it was very interesting because we needed a translator. This person was Japanese, and I had a dear friend who was one of my students who was Japanese and spoke English and understood Tarot language. And I was very happy to have him there. And this is a person who had a diagnosis of uh, cancer. And... had a prognosis that they were probably dying and sure enough the death card showed up in our reading and again this is a very random reading this wasn't like a true numerology thing and so my approach of course coming from a counseling background and having that training and that preparation i said let's look at death what are your feelings and your thoughts about death and so i really took it as an opportunity to therapeutically open up the conversation about it rather than kind of giving a pat answer about it you know it's like well how do you feel about this possibility of dying and are you prepared in whatever way or what do you need to support you through this process so that that was my approach in that moment again that may not be for everybody and I have special skills for that which leads me to my next thing I wanted to say is I do on occasion deal with either clients or tarot people who appear or actually admit they are having suicidal ideation. This one particular person, I said, let's do your tarot numerology. And sure enough, what showed up was the emperor, number four, and the death card, number 13. And after doing this reading, long story short, I helped this person see that death was actually their ally, and that throughout their life, it's no wonder they would be kind of, Fascinated with death because they hadn't truly embraced it as a teacher and being able to kind of reinvent themselves every now and then. Mm. You know, it's like this person had gone through so many different roles, including being um, a Jesuit priests at one point in their life and it was feeling like they'd gone a completely different path and didn't understand why their life kept changing and I said well that's what that death card is doing death is saying this is your opportunity to start over and turn things around and each time you do you have a chance to embrace life even more deeply and at the end of our reading guess what he did he says I want you to see the tattoo on my back
1: Ah, and, and he I took his imagine. shirt
0: off and he showed me he had a classic Marseille death tattoo on his entire back
1: oh that's cool talk about having death as your ally well you know one other thing Mm. I don't know if I've ever told you this and this is interesting uh now that we're talking about this from a shamanistic uh point of view, which our friend David Shar does, and in a session with him, he actually said, um, I had the role of death bearer, which I had Mm -hmm. never, ever heard of before, and he goes, oh yes, you um, have this thing, and it's like, you know those, when you're in sessions and you have work, it's not just giving the answer, it's about go and really figure out what this is about, and what you do, and look at what you do, and, um, and, as a As a practitioner, what I do with uh, my process for clients is yes i I am going to you 're going to have you 're going to have death with me whether you like it or not so it 's like about breaking down. Um, and, and seeing the truth and just breaking all because you know when you look at death it's about tearing everything away it's got to go away and so get down uh, to the, the thing. You, the thing that you don't want to look at the thing that you need to dissolve and um, it's not always it's not something that is for everyone to do uh, you definitely have to do a lot of self work in order to uh, and understand your process and understand where you're leading people um, as a counselor and as an advisor or as a reader and so it's definitely Definitely, um, it shifted things for me because it's like, "What is that?" Have, but you know, it's a long story as to my my process with that. But I thought, yeah, I, I end up doing that, and sometimes it's 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 a big job. So imagine being the angel of death. <laughs> we just but love our just, angels.
0: Oh, you're an angel of death. In death, nice. we need angels. In death, we need angels. <laughs> and I'd like to kind of wrap up the program with this this last thought. And, and it has to do with um, the fact that those of us who are engaged in, let's say, more transformative work with our Tarot clients and with ourselves, you know, there's the saying, and you did make a biblical uh, quote earlier, so I'll, I'll use another one, healer, heal thyself, which also means that the more we as readers can face death, you know, whether it's our own death, our relationship to the death card, the better prepared we are to assist and support our clients. And so that's my challenge to you, dear listeners, is to really make friends with the death card. spending time with us at Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and topic suggestions on our Facebook page, also named Oracle Soup. Be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.wordpress.com for hot new servings of our saucy talks, as well as past podcasts stored in our Oracle Soup pantry. And visit our individual websites and learn more about our dynamic offerings. Katrina Wynn at TarotCounseling.org Counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G And .org is like Oregon Gina Thees at TarotAdvisor.com Advisor is spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R This podcast is intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.